Welcome no, to what? episode. What? Welcome. Welcome to episode two one five. it's Scotty. a it's a, it's an odd number. The rules the, the rules of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. If you look up the book, <laughs> there's a book that I've missed somehow. I introduce the odd episodes. You do the evens. Fifteen. Uh, last time I checked. Was an odd number. <laughs> what you fail to recall, and perhaps it's just because you haven't been listening since you left the podcast, is that Who I, told you? I am the boss now. I am the anchor, and I do the odds. You've assumed the role of the odd introer. Look, I don't even know why we're fighting about who gets to do it because we were always arguing about not wanting to do <laughs> <I know>. it. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I haven't done it for like this is the second time I've done it this year or something. So Take I'm it away, excited Scotty. to say that this is episode 215 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name's Scotty Triggett and I'm joined by my co-host of past... Mel Urbacher, and present today anyway. Yes. Mel Urbacher. Hey, Mel. Hey, Scotty. How are you doing? This is great. This is great. Is it like falling off a bicycle? Um, less painful. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's keep going and see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a good idea to me. Hey, so thank you for joining me, although I'm, I'm guessing really you should be thanking me for joining you, given you did the introduction. It's great to have you on the pod. Well, thanks, Mel. Thanks, Mel. As you know, I'm, I'm not as frequent as I used to be in the hosting chair, but uh, whenever I get asked, I jump at the opportunity these days. It's quite an honour. You do try. You do try to jump at those opportunities. And hey, look, um, before we go too much further and people get all excited and think, oh, Scotty's back, Scotty's back, uh, it's it's a one-episode-only scenario. It is also my final episode. No no going back, no returns scenario. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is it. This is it. This is the last time. It's only appropriate, isn't it? We started together. We built this beast. Some five years ago, more than five years ago now that you had the idea and asked yep. me to join you. Really proud of the impact that it's had on the park run scene in Australia and, and on some people's life, about half a dozen. But it's all about making that impact and um this, we're going to close the chapter on the Mel Urbacher story of the Parkrun Adventurers and then it will flourish under the um, Mel Ellison Ollie. Yeah, Ollie Spake. Reign the of two, Terror. The new dynamic duo coming to uh, haunt your airwaves. Yeah. Is that in the most is, possible way? Is that the name they've given themselves, dynamic duo? Because that's been done. Like, oh, I, I'm, I'm feeling that's not original. Oh, well, that's no, that's, this is literally just me applying a cliche then. Okay. So that's my bad. I'll have to uh, think of a different descriptor for them. Thanks, yeah. Scotty, shame <laughs> me on my own podcast, my last episode. Did I mention it was my last episode? Yeah. You're here to make me look good, okay? Not bad. Pick holes in everything you say. Yes. We should We should move swiftly on. And, well, okay, as well as a little bit of reminiscing there's only going to be a tiny bit of that because we're all about looking toward the future now and also the present which is all about Christmas it's our favorite episode of the year every year has been to record our Christmas podcast and so it only made sense that you were back last year you were Santa this year we're not even going to leave you in disguise it's just this is plain Scotty yep so I think I've done every Christmas episode you have so that's yeah. good that's that's a legacy, a continued legacy. Yeah, but you know, you know, I like coming back for the Christmas one because it gives me an opportunity to eat candy canes, chocolate. I have a chocolate Santa this week. I'm eating, literally eating a candy cane as we speak, and we get to do the Christmas bonbons and dad jokes. Yeah. Hey, let's reminisce about uh, what we used to do. Is we used to say, "What'd you do on the weekend? What'd you do on Park Run Day?" Now, for me, the miserable sod, I don't have a Park Run Day. For you. 
not going to call you a miserable sod, but I don't think you did a park run on the weekend. I didn't. So let's skip I, over I, that. Let's skip over that. <laughs> no, but I've got a reason why I didn't do one. You know, the first the first thing that we say to people is be a little bit responsible and if you or anyone in your family has been sick, don't go. So it's not that I didn't want to go to Parkrun. Yeah. It's just that I've had sick people in my house and you may have noticed from the sound of my voice that I too have been partaking of said Lurgy. So, hmm. yeah. That's good. It's responsible, Mel. And it's, you, you are right. This whole campaign coming back under this um, COVID framework is the one line, like it all works or it all falls apart if you don't follow that first line. Stay home if you're unwell or if anyone else is unwell. So good on you, Mel. Good job by you. That's what I was looking for, a pat on the back, not to be called miserable sod and then moving swiftly on. No. So so onto the miserable sod. So I, <laughs> I don't have a park run to go to. I've... Can't I, I can see a glimmer of hope of a park run on the horizon, but it's still not there yet. Fingers crossed for next year. But it was still International Ugly Christmas Singlet Slash Shirt Day. Have I, I added a slash? You added a slash. Oh, yeah, there should have been an or, Scotty. Or. Mm. Singlet or shirt day. Okay. Because generally speaking, I thought about making it and – but people don't usually wear the both at the same time, so it didn't really make sense. So I opted for awe. But it was still the, the international day of said such event, and it was provided an opportunity for us to wear our singlet or T-shirt, which I did. And so despite not having a park run, we do have restrictions eased enough in um, the greater state where we can have gatherings of 100 and um, I don't have 100 friends to get together. I have about 20-odd. So we got together um, and ran together for 5K. So it kind of felt like park run, but it wasn't. But we were all wearing um, singlets, which was also good. Which were also ugly. Which were hideous, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, I would like you to, to say it officially. Do you think this was our ugliest year yet? Geez, that's a tough one. I thought last year, if when you wear the 2019 version mm -hmm. and you wear it out in public, people sort of go cute. Like, that's cute. It really stands out with the, with the koala hugging the pineapple and all that. But if I was to choose, I thought that was hideous. Like, <laughs> it just it didn't work from an aesthetic point of view. The koala but, and the pineapple just a little bit too big for yeah. the rest of it. And, yeah. Yeah. and the Christmas oh, colours of the green and the red, it didn't go with the pineapple and the grey of the koala. So it was just, yeah, as I said, hideous. Ugly. Ugly mm. is the word we're looking for. So, no, and I think the, the pop of the rainbow colours this year um, really helped elevate the 2020 version to almost respectable, almost like – something you'd want to wear regularly. Oh, Scotty, that is not what I was going for at all. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Sorry. really disappointed this is your opinion of this year's shirt. Obviously, I've got my work cut out for me for 2021. I, I do have a story, though, from where – so my first outing of this year's singlet is that um, we have a, have a track night down at the athletics track with my club, and under COVID rules – um, you have to lock the gates and you have to be aware of everybody's there, have contact details, blah, 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 blah. So we go through this um, procedure of kicking people off the track. It's really fun to tell people to get off a track um, every night. And uh, so, <laughs> this one, this <laughs> so this one particular night, I had to confront this group of coaches. There's a lesson in here for everybody listening, um, and I'll get to it at the end, but I had to confront not confront, had to politely ask these this group of coaches and their athletes to leave the track under COVID, you know, we've got the track book, blah, 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 blah. And they got a bit, you know, they, they, weren't, yeah, they weren't happy with it. And so the, the argument, well, the discussion got a little bit heated and there was a bit of robust debate. And the whole time I was standing there in this ridiculous singlet, trying, <laughs> trying to be taken seriously, quoting, you know, government guidelines and what, what we're doing right and what, you know, all this sort of nonsense. And it dawned on me that I'm doing it in a rainbow-coloured <laughs> singlet with an emu on the front with Christmas bells <laughs> to, a, to, a, to a group of professional, serious, very serious, very serious athletic coaches. Yeah. Um, on a track in their natural environment. Yeah. 
Yeah. But the moral of the story is um, be nice, people. Just be nice to people. If you think you're in the wrong or whatever, you, you generally you are in the wrong. Um, and uh, just be nice and it'll, it'll all work out for you. Well, um, I don't think that's the moral of the story at all. I think the moral is if you've got ugly, flaunt it. <laughs> or if you want to win a debate, dress, <laughs> dress appropriately. Well, I think you were dressed appropriately. I think everything about that outfit would have undermined anything that they thought. Yeah. But can, anyway, I, can I finish my story and then you can tell your your, your sad story of wearing your shirt? Um that's not where I was going, but go okay. on. <laughs> I well, was going to say I was impressed that you got out and ran, but yeah, know, I got out and ran. And and during lockdown, like as as we've talked about, and everybody knows here in Australia, you know, in Melbourne it was it wasn't great. We we were stuck in this five k circuit, this five k radius from your home, and it really limited my opportunities to run. I couldn't actually get to Westerfolds. It was outside of my five k radius. Like I, I would cross a bridge over the river. Um, during lockdown and if I went right I would hit Westerfolds but I'd just break my bubble so every time I had to turn left but during this um, lockdown period there was one track that I ran quite a lot and I've started scheming and I thought geez one day we could have a have a park run here and um, so that's where we met on Saturday to to introduce um, a bunch of people to the course that maybe maybe one day might become a park run course who knows but the best thing is the location is near the Adventure Playground. So if it was ever got a name, like a parkrun name, it could be the Adventure Playground Parkrun. That's that's pretty awesome, Scotty. Yeah, that's my hope anyway. Okay. So, the, I mean, obviously the seed is planted and you have launched quite a few parkrun events around and about the place in Victoria. So out of 10, zero being not very likely and 10 being very likely. How likely, what would you rate this Adventure Playground Park Run as being going to be a thing, basically, if you had a crystal ball into the future? Look, it's not up to me, but it is. So about it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of is. Part of it is, but I'd say nine. I reckon we're looking at a nine. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're talking about it's not up to you about the name, yeah. yeah. I'm just talking about there being a park run there. So, yeah. That's very exciting. Mm. It's been a while. I'm no longer event director at Juniors. I handed that over during lockdown. So, it frees me up to create another event. So, that's it does my um, Yeah. You're a serial launcher, is what you are. I want to hear about your future prospect. But before that, I also do want to hear about your um, experience on the day that you created. Well, well it's going to be massive. It didn't didn't we create it? We created it, but you take a lot of the credit for it these days. So, <laughs> so I let you run with it. <laughs> well, no, I'm pretty sure. Actually, okay, I'm pretty sure I created the day, but you, you, it was your idea to do the ugly Christmas singlets. So. All's, all's fair. It's 50-50, I would say. You know, if we're ever going to make any money out of this, which we never have, in fact, we've lost money, then it would be 50-50. <laughs> um, my day, it well, obviously I didn't get along to a park run, but I did force my husband to come and take photographs of me and my boys in the backyard wearing all our ugly Christmas singlets because I got one for me and for Wes and Emmett, but three years in a row Adam has – not so politely declined the offer to get one for himself. So I'm beginning to lose hope, Scotty. How many years can I take this kind of rejection? <laughs> Hang on. So he doesn't actually own? He owns not one single ugly Christmas item. And he calls himself the entertainer. No, he's he never called himself no, the no. entertainer. Okay. You used to call him the showman. The showman, that's right. <laughs> It's been so long, I've forgotten what nicknames I've given people. I'm going to tell him you're calling the entertainer now. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but apart from our non-starting of the day, I actually spent most of the day reveling and having my cheeks hurt from smiling so much at all the people who shared their photos on the International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day Facebook page. 
and there were so many of them. And you mentioned that you ran with your Westerfoldian crew out at Adventure Playground and you guys actually, and I'm going to state it for the official record, you hosted the largest tinsel for 2020. 15 people. Uh, by my count, my maths could be a little bit incorrect. I think I actually counted 14 on the day, but I didn't realize one gentleman was wearing a coat uh, over his ugly singlet. And in another photo I saw of him, he was showing it. So 15, that's pretty awesome. I was very impressed. And there's nothing like seeing ugly in numbers. It's, uh, It's just a beautiful sight to behold. Although another person said, uh, and shout out to Chris Hood, that he was not part of a tinsel, but it's it's not the quantity that matters. It's the quality of the ugly or it's the ugly. I think he said it's how ugly. But I, I have to say that every individual person technically is still shiny because even a single strand of a tinsel is a shiny, shiny thing. So um, it doesn't matter if you're out there with others or running or walking to the beat of your own ugly everybody was magnificent and I was so excited loved seeing all the pictures it just absolutely made my day even though I wasn't able to physically be out there and uh, taking part in those group photos and things myself you know what I will I'll give you credit Mel so the design is 100% 99.5% you um, every year and and what what I do like about this day um, is that we've managed to, you've managed to create a day where it's, it's fun to wear something so ugly. So it's not about, it's not, so, you know, it's people get excited to put on a, a singlet and not because it's a new running singlet and it looks good and it's the hottest new fabric. It's because it's fun and you feel happy wearing it. You feel a little bit silly, but, that's you make other people smile. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Perfect. You make other people smile because you do. You go for a run in this thing. And I, you know, what's, what's, the, what's the demographic breakdown, do you reckon? It's probably about 80-20 female to male purchases. Do you know that? Um, I don't think it's quite that high. I, would, I mean, definitely the majority of female purchases, yeah, but I think it might only be more like 70 30, yeah. maybe 65, 35. Yeah, so I feel in the minority and, and like when a bloke of my stature is, <laughs> is, is wearing it, people laugh. Like it's – and that's what I like. Like you yeah, look you so ridiculous, I am going to laugh. Forward. Yeah. It's like a man wearing a pink shirt with white pants. You've got to have a certain amount of confidence to pull that off. And if you do, you get comments. Yeah. Oh, look, I think everybody got comments and, and yeah, but I, I agree definitely that yes, it is, it's a special kind of person who, who feels the confidence to wear an ugly Christmas singlet and has a sense of humor. And yeah, so kudos to everybody who got one. It doesn't matter if it was a adventurous, ugly Christmas singlet. There are lots of other, um, running, groups and things that are jumping on board with our amazing idea now and they're releasing them as well which is awesome we welcome all the singlets and shirts as long as people are willing to have the fun and get out there and spread the ugly festive joy i do think ours is the ugliest though i'm I'm gonna lay claim to that yeah a tip here for for other people trying to pinch the idea and run with it the 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 key to it is in the ugly it's not (laughs) you don't try and make it look good people (laughs) no you got to, if, if the design is all wrong, then you know you nailed it. Yeah. Basically. Um, and so this is your last episode of the Parkrun Adventures podcast, but the podcast is going to continue, as we've mentioned, and this day and these singlets are going to continue um, next year and beyond. They will. So this, this is a legacy. This is a Urbacca legacy. But, so you may have forgotten about Mel in 12 months' time, but you might remember her when it's time to purchase the singlet next year. Yes, slash because I will still be designing it. So I've already actually started. We've had a conversation about it already, haven't we, Scotty? <laughs> we have, yeah. And we agreed, I think. There was no disagreement this year as opposed to previous years. Well, yeah, <laughs> this year included. <laughs> That's a positive start, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, what I think we both agree on, we might be visioning, like envisioning something different in our own minds. 
but we'll we'll have to put some stuff yeah. down on paper so that we can compare notes because yeah I'm I'm not in a hundred percent confident that what you were trying to explain to me is what I'm seeing. Oh, in yeah, my no, head. No. yeah, but my idea is great. I've just got to, <laughs> okay. you just got to do it. You just got to translate my idea into something that'll look hideous. Okay, well I'm I'm good at doing the hideous part, so yeah, teamwork. Okay, so that's a long intro. Um, Guests, what guests do we got on episode two fifteen? We we don't have any guests Great. because it's the Christmas episode and we don't need guests. But what we do have is bonbon jokes, and we probably should have had some a little bit earlier. To be honest, we'll save ours. I reckon for the outro. What do you think, Scotty? We'll just listen to everybody else's a little bit earlier. Um, you're running the show. If that's the way you want to go, save save the best till last. I I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, sh- shall we crack out the jokes? Let's let's get on with that. Okay. But not ours. But no, not ours. Are you, are you listening to anything I'm saying? Can I lead with my weakest one? And then <laughs> I've got more than one. I kind of okay, I kind of feel like you actually want to to say a joke now even though we haven't cracked any bonbons okay. yet. What's blue and doesn't weigh very much? Doesn't weigh very much. Uh, I don't know. Light blue. Like I said, <laughs> I'm leading with my weakest. <laughs> oh, no, that, that pause was me trying to get the joke. I'm like, oh. why does the light blue weigh very much? It doesn't make any sense. And then I was like, oh, because it's light. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, they get better, they get better. But speaking of better, should we hear a couple from the crew, from the Channel 5 News crew? Let's do that. Wishing all the adventurers out there a very Merry Christmas and a very park-runny 2021. Here's my Christmas joke. What do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Tinselitis. Hi, everyone. Ollie here. We'd like to wish you all a very healthy, happy joyful and hopefully safe Christmas. Hope you have a great one. And uh, in the meantime, the household here have a couple of fantastically funny bonbon jokes to share. So first up, Zali, would you like to go first? Mm-hmm. Go for it. What's the rudest reindeer? The rudest reindeer? I don't know. What is the rudest reindeer? Rudolph. <laughs> Ava, what's your joke? How does a... Snowman get to work. I don't know. How does a snowman get to work? Bicycle. Bicycles. So, so that'd be like buy icicles, right? Bicycles. Yep, yep, yep. No, very good. <laughs> and uh, well, here's my effort. But uh, when you're in the desert, what Christmas carol do you hear? I don't know. What is it? Oh, uh, no, not Silent Night. O camel ye faithful. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, Legends, PK here, checking in from sunny South Australia where Parkrun is back, finally, and we are loving it. Whilst there haven't been uh, a lot of roving reports from me in the last nine months, we did have fun for the first two or three months of 2020, didn't we? I'm sure we did. Uh, With massive thanks to all who came uh, to Palm 20, uh, the Parkrun Adventurers Listener Meetup uh, 2020 back in March. And thanks again to Mel and team for not only choosing South Australia, but for choosing Mount Barker as the venue for Palm 2020. 20s official park run on the Saturday morning. We had so much fun that day, both at the event and the live recording of the podcast. And then, of course, there were the freedom runs, the dinner at the Ed with the crazy dress ups, and so much more. Can't wait to see what Palm 2021 has in store. Maybe it will be a virtual event. Who knows? Hey, these days anything goes. I'm just glad uh, we have park run back uh, in most states and territories, uh, with the rest to follow early Jan. Um, all going to plan, of course, uh, and we can all enjoy whatever the new normal or normal looks looks like. So here's to a happy and healthy new year, uh, but before then to a great Christmas. Uh, and my dodgy Christmas cracker joke, here it is. Did I tell you about the playlist I made for when doing trail runs? Uh, it's got music from Paolo Nattini, The Lightning Seeds, The Cranberries and Eminem. I like to call it my trail mix. Get it? <laughs> my trail mix? Uh 
Good one, Dad. <laughs> right then. Now, Merry Christmas to you all, and may 2021 be excellent for everyone. It won't be a hard act to follow, that's for sure. <laughs> Looking forward to getting back into roving reporting and can't wait to be part of the new Look uh, uh, Sound uh, podcast for 2021. This is PK checking out for the last time in 2020. Merry Christmas, Parkrun Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew from Wagyu Bridge, and uh, we have some Christmas bonbon jokes for you. And mine is, why has toy production at the North Pole been so low in 2020? Because Santa's workers had to elf isolate. Boom tish. Howdy parkrunners, Toc reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. I'd just love to wish all of our listeners a safe and merry Christmas. 2020 certainly hasn't been the year we all thought it was going to be. Hopefully 2021 is going to be much better and we'll see you out there parkrunning around a course very soon. And I'd just like to ask, what do you call somebody that's scared of Santa? That's right, claustrophobic. Cheers, guys. Have a safe one and a great Christmas. My dog ate a string of Christmas lights, but the vet was able to remove them. My dog was delighted. Merry Christmas, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Greta here, and I've got two little elves who have some jokes to tell. What's your joke? What does Santa's little elves learn at school? I don't know. What do they learn at school? The alphabet. <laughs> and what's your joke, Jesse? What kind of deer is the wettest? I don't know. What kind of deer is the wettest? A reindeer. <laughs> Happy park run. Happy holiday season. Merry Christmas to everyone and wishing you a uh, park run in the very near future. What do you get if you leave the fire lit in the chimney when Santa comes down? A crisp Kringle. Happy New Year to everyone. Alrighty, Parkrun Adventurers, it's that time of year where we share our favourite Christmas cracker jokes. This year I've found some with a Parkrun theme, so let's just get straight into it. We all know that Saturday, i.e. Parkrun Day, is the best day, and look, Sunday's okay as well, but the rest of them, they're all weekdays. Did you hear about the parkrun volley who was also the volunteer jouster at the local medieval fair? They're a freelancer. <laughs> How did the parkrunning hipster burn his tongue? He drank his post-parkrun coffee before it was cool. And lastly, if parkrunners get athlete's foot, what do astronauts get? They get missile toe. Alrighty. <laughs> I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season, whatever you're doing. I know many listeners will have had their plans upended a little bit in the last little while, um, but I hope everybody's able to find some silver linings as we move into 2021. Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy New Year. Did you want me to back announce? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I do everything. I do the intro and back announcing. Yeah, okay. you do. That's how this works now. Yep. You're my big So full disclosure, we didn't hear any of those jokes. So I hope they were funny and we're going to find out when we listen back to the episode. But thanks to the wonderful Channel 5 news crew for sending them in. Fingers crossed that they didn't all do the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> because that could be really awkward yeah. or really or, funny, actually. Or we repeat one Who of their jokes. The best? <laughs> Okay, where's the Mel? Where's Mel's bonbon joke? Oh, okay, hold First on. One. Oh, you can you can actually do it. You're going to rip open a bonbon and just read out the joke. Scotty, I always have real bonbons. Okay, I had to go looking. Uh, okay, <laughs> here's me peeling back the curtain. These are bonbons that I may have had for two years in the cupboard. So, uh, and they're the ones that you make yourself. And every year I always put some kind of confectionery in them. So we might discover something here alive <laughs> or, um, <laughs> or that has turned into a mineral. I don't know. <laughs> Could be worth something. Yes, exactly. But, uh, well, they are gold bonbons. They look like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory bonbons. Uh, yeah, so no, always have to have the real bonbons. That's where you get the jokes from. Uh, they might be old jokes, but we'll see. Are you ready? Yep. Reach to the mic, grab one end. Oh, oh we had oh, – that didn't even snap properly. Hold on. 
It snapped for me. Oh, oh there it is. Yeah, there no, goes. that's the proper snap. You you had the cardboard breaking. Okay, um, that one has got a, a little Rubik's Cube in it. It looks like I've ripped the crown in half. That was a bit violent. Oh, wow. That's, it's, it's, I snapped that way too close to my face because the smoke, the like fireworks smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's right up my nose. And I have a little buzz. Pleased to report that um, I do not have a mineral, but what I do have, and it's quite thematic to this year's uh, ugly Christmas singlet, is it's a lolly. Well, it was a lollipop. It's been a bit warm here <laughs> this year <laughs> and probably last year. So it's kind of like a little, it's a white stick that reaches into a little plastic bag that's full of rainbow goop. Um, it's practically liquid. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I'll be able to eat that. Do you think I should eat it? Do you yeah. think it'll be okay? Yeah, absolutely. These days are amazing. Hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um. Oh, but my joke. Where the did joke, my joke? Mel, the joke. Oh, sorry. Yep. We can't okay. eat the lolly, so we want the joke. All right. Now I'm pretty sure we've had this in previous years, but that is the beauty of bonbon jokes, isn't it? They're always repetitive. All right, Scotty. And I'm pretty sure you asked me this one last time, oh. and I guessed it. So if you don't guess it and you don't remember it, then that's embarrassing. Well, it's guaranteed funny, so that's a good start. Let's have it again. <laughs> All right. What do you call a penguin in the Sahara Desert? <laughs> I do remember this, but I've forgotten the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, would, what would you call it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lost. Lost. That's right. <laughs> that sounds like one of mine. That's great. <laughs> hey, what, uh, what would you call a lost penguin in the Sahara Desert? What do you call a lost penguin? No, what do you call what do you call a lost penguin in the Sahara Desert with no ears? Um I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He won't hear you anyway. <laughs> well, that's. I don't think that's very nice, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know we were being nice to the lost penguins in the Sahara, but <laughs> they're already melting out there. They're used to the uh, the, the polar the polar ice. Okay, um, do, you, do you actually have like a real bonbon joke? I do have, well, I have a second one here, or shall I save that for later and you can just hit me with a dad joke? Save, save, save it for later. Let's, let's save the last two from us till the end of the episode. Okay. Um, because now I want to transition to throughout the history of, of our time together doing the podcast, we frequently came up with um, segments that uh, started with a bang, much like a bonbon, and um, petered out. Did you just call it a bonbon? Bonbon. Bonbon. Okay. Um, <laughs> a bang like a bonbon. Yeah. Um, but they petered out magnificently over about two or three episodes. And so I thought I'd come up with another idea for this special episode of um, that I know that can't peter out because it's not going to go anywhere beyond one episode. So it's peaking here today and um, that's it. So it's a the Parkrun Adventurers. We needed theme music, some, dun, dun, some, dun. some sort of theme music. Um, it's the Parkrun Adventurers time capsule, audio time capsule. Ooh, it sounds like that needs a bit more of a sci-fi. A bit, even a bit more dramatic, suspenseful, because the beauty of this is that I'm going to ask you for your prediction of what's going to happen in the future, and. We can come back to it in two years' time, and this episode will be relevant in two years' time because they'll go, oh, remember when Mel said that? And then it happened. Okay, but have you ever have you ever actually done anything with a real-time capsule, Scotty? That's not how Never once. Never once. Okay. <laughs> we so buried them at how, school, but... Yeah, this is how time capsules work. You take whatever's happening right now and you put it in the capsule and then in the future you open it and look back at what was happening then. <laughs> okay, so it's not a time capsule of such. <laughs> I just wanted that, to use that as a name for the segment. <laughs> okay, maybe it's a time capsule and inside we've got a crystal ball. Yes, that's <laughs> it. So, okay, we need, we need new theme music. 
And it's the Parkrun Adventures Crystal Ball. So look into I still like the idea of time capsule. <laughs> well, if you've got a time, if you've got a time machine to go back to the time capsule to see what we said was going to happen in two years, that could work. Okay. <laughs> Just okay. me with the title. So, All right. so tell me. So, twenty twenty two, leading into Christmas Day Park Run. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a good thing to have? Just, just post. Did you ever think we wouldn't? Oh, Scotty, you can't blaspheme on the podcast. I, I didn't, did I? Yes, you did. What did I say? You said JC. Oh, I said. <laughs> you have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. It's in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> That's not what Christmas is about, apparently, according to my husband. <laughs> okay. Jesus is not the reason for the season. <laughs> Present and overeating is the reason for the season. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll bleep out whatever I said, but I'm leaving this bit in. So, um, yeah, so give us two years' time. Where's Parker going to be? Parker going to be. Oh, okay. So I'm terrible with the numbers. I'm not going to try and predict how many events, but I will say that we'll definitely be in another couple of countries. And this is two years' time. Two years. Uh, I need specifics. You need to say we're going to be in Ghana. We're going to be launching Parkrun Ghana or Parkrun Turkmenistan, something like that. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say Parkrun Switzerland and Parkrun Fiji. And I'm also gonna say Parkrun International Space Station. <laughs> because that Look, the first two were you you're pretty playing it pretty safe there, because yeah, Switzerland, you know, there's lots of big pluses going on there. But um, and Fiji, I can see that happening. Science, Scotty, science, science will get us up to park running. On, I mean, look, we've already got people up there. That's all you need for a park run. We might have to bend some of the rules about you know minimum amount of volunteers, etc. But I think we can make it happen. The only thing is, depending on where the ISS is at any given weekend, does that dictate? which country the results get processed in? Okay. There's lots of barriers to participation when you're talking about International Space Station. It's not open to everybody. But I'm not okay. I'm not going to say that your prediction is wrong. I'm just The thing wrong. is, it might not be open to everybody, but what about the astronauts, Scotty? Do you not feel like we're excluding the astronauts just because they don't have access to a park run? Is that fair? But on that logic, you could say that we're excluding the population of Ghana at the moment, and we're not. It's just not possible at the moment. Well, if Ghana want a park run, we'll give them a park run. If the International Space Station wants one, we should give them one. Okay. I'm making a stand. Okay. I'm noting this down. I don't need to because we're recording it, but I'm noting it down. Any other predictions? No. Well, see, I, I came into this unprepared. So you tell me what you've been thinking. So I, I, I came into it. I came into a little bit prepared. So I want to be like in two years' time. So you, you and I think, and, and the people listening to this podcast, think that park runs a pretty big deal. Everybody knows about it. I've got newsflash. It's not. It's popular. It's growing, but it's still not that big. Um, to give you an example, I, you know, pe- you know, when people ask you, what do you do? If, you know, what do you do for a living? I say, oh, I work for Parkrun. And they go like, oh, what's that? A music festival or something. They say it's a music festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one guy said it was a music festival to me once. So I don't want, I don't want, I want, when, when I tell people I work for Parkrun, they'll go, oh yeah, Parkrun. I know what that is. That doesn't happen now. Like, like nobody in my street, there must be 50 people that live in my street. I don't think anyone outside of my house knows about Parkrun. So I want to get into a position in two years' time. In Australia, we're talking where we're a bit more on the public um, radar psyche. Yeah, yeah. So that we've got a bit more prominence. 
Think global, act local, Scotty. I reckon you need to do a letter drop okay, in your neighbourhood. Well, I also want to, and like, so I want Parkrun to be recognised in two years' time as like this social movement, not this physical movement. So when you do explain to people that it's not a music festival, it's actually this free 5K run, walk, in the park every all they ever hear is oh park run okay so it's a run so it's just you go for a run and we know that that turns people off but you and i know and everyone listening knows that the the social benefits of park run are so much more um, prominent so i want us to be recognized as a social intervention not a physical that's what i reckon could be happening in two years time okay so you know like those those running clubs, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the one up in Townsville that they, um, oh, I can't remember the name of them. It's something like the, the Townsville Beer Runners or something. And they're a, a drinking club with a running problem. Yeah. Yeah. So we're a social group with a running problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, that those, those are very lofty kind of, you have really thought about this, Scotty. <laughs> Yeah, well, I could go on that. You know, we're going to grow Australia, maybe 500 events in two years' time. We should get that, like, just because the bigger we get, the more people know about it, the more events we launch. I'd love to see, like, more events in Northern Territory, like the ACT. I mean, not the ACT. What's that place in the middle called? Alice Springs. That's in the Northern Territory. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. So we've done the ACT. The ACT is going gangbusters. They love us. They They do, and we love them. But the people in Alice Springs, they don't have parkrun, and we need to get a parkrun there. So, you know, when I go visit Uluru, I want to do a parkrun. Fair enough. Yep. Um, So two years' time, parkrun. I'll be running parkrun and then visiting Uluru. Probably I would recommend not doing that in summer necessarily. It's hot, <laughs> I mean, doesn't it? If you, yeah, it does get really hot. Unless that's that's something that you enjoy, then by all means. I'm sure the locals are just used to it and so it's fine for them. Um, but we all know that park runs aren't set up for the tourists. No. No. So there we go. We can lock up the time capsule now. Okay. And uh, unlock it in two years' time and see if um, we were right. I think it still works. I'm still sticking with my time capsule. An allergy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you for that uh, one episode only segment, Scotty. Although I feel like there does need to be a follow-up episode. So Mel and Ollie, there's a job for you in two years' time. Well, they can add their their prediction to the time capsule next week. And and we can ask our listeners to submit their um, predictions, but we know they won't. No, we can you ask. know they never do that. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no like, yeah, there is no point. You didn't want this to fizz out, Scotty. So <laughs> let's just make it. Let's just cut it off right here, okay? Mel and Ollie will open the time capsule in the future. That is their role, okay? And then they can they can discover whether or not we are actually park running in zero gravity or not. And we'll we'll see who was right about what, Scotty. So that's it. I'm done. All my ideas for this episode. Spent. Spent. Yep. Mm. Well, that's that makes things hard because now we're at the the end part where I have to kind of say goodbye. Yes. Mm, not I, sure I'm ready for that yet. No? No. What role do you want me to play in this? Um... What roles are there? Give me, give me some options. <laughs> well, I can prompt you with questions and you can answer them, but I then I don't think that would be saying goodbye in your own words. That would be responding to my questions. Um, I could just shut up and let you talk. Uh, I'm good at that. This is hard. I'm not. I'm not ready to not be a podcast co-host anymore. Well, look, you've thought about it for a long time, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you knew it was coming. I've known it's, I'm, yeah, I've known it's coming for a long time. That is true. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the change of the guard and I'm excited for what's going to happen with the pod in the future. That's all. 
that's all good. Yeah. I'll lead you here, Mel. So the one thing that's been great is that, and when we started out, we never really wanted it to be about us. And so with handing it on to Mel and Ollie, I think that's, what's the word I'm looking for? You're good with the words. I'm not. I'm the worst communications team in the history of communications, according to some people on Facebook. <laughs> That's a bit sad. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? So it's, it's not about us. So the, the Parkrun Adventures will live on through other people. Yeah, okay. The spirit of the, the podcast will live on. Yes. And look, I mean, I certainly don't want anyone to think that I have lost any love for the podcast because that is 100% not the truth or not – not the situation at all. Um, I will say that leaving wasn't my idea, but it's what I I have to do. So, um, and and as I said, I'm very excited about Mel and Ollie taking over. And if I didn't love the podcast as much as I do, I would just let it end. But I'm not I'm not ready to let it end. I still want everyone to be able to listen to the adventures of Parkrun Adventurers getting out there and experiencing new courses and sharing their love of parkrun with everyone else. And so that is why the pod will go on. I think it's important that we have an Aussie voice too. So again, going back to the start, we wanted this to be the global voice of parkrun, but we probably soon identified that this was a uniquely Australian podcast servicing the massive parkrun community here in Australia. But we, we definitely have listeners from the UK and New Zealand and yeah, we do reach an international audience and we love them all as well. It's been it's been awesome to have them as part of our extended family, that's for sure. Um Yeah, well oh I need to thank people. I can't I can't wrap the podcast up without thanking people. Um primarily some super important people that everybody has come to know and love as the Channel 5 News crew. I'm going to thank them in alphabetical order <laughs> so you know that I love them all equally. I reckon you should have gone favourites first. Oh, <laughs> once Mel's done hers, I'll give you my list from top to <laughs> Top three. <laughs> Who are your top three Channel 5 News crew members? Go. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not going to do that. I'm just going to say thank you to Cam, Dave, Gary, Greta, Lyndall, Mark, Melissa, Ollie, PK and Toc for all their wonderful support, not just as roving reporters but as co-hosts for the last year. Um, I mentioned it in the episode where I was announcing that I was leaving that the pod hasn't been the same without you, Scotty. I don't know how to say it. There's a reason I couldn't pick a co-host for myself. And that's because I know that after, well, it, it, it certainly didn't take the three and a half years and now it's been five, but I don't know how I could pick somebody that I didn't know well enough so that I could learn about that person and so that our listeners could learn about that person and we could become friends. Like, how do you pick somebody that you don't know, knowing that they're going to become a really big part of your life in the future? That's just, I, I could never, I could never do that. So hence the, um, the Channel 5 News Group um, basically saved me. So I didn't have to make that decision. Um, but Mel and Ollie get to start fresh, so, you know, they've, yeah, everybody's going to get to know them instead. So um, big thanks to the Channel 5 News crew and thank you to you as well, Scotty, because if you didn't ask me all those years ago ahead of us becoming good friends, then I wouldn't have you in my life. Um, one of my favourite people the guy who always sends me dad jokes at the really most <laughs> inappropriate times to make me laugh when I really need it usually as well. It carries over into real life, people. Yeah, it does. It does. 
And <laughs> hey, look, if anyone's ever wondering if they should just send somebody else a dad joke, don't hesitate <laughs> because <laughs> even if they didn't think they need it or know they needed it, they, everybody always needs a dad joke. So um, go ahead and do it. I'm going to uh, blow my nose because I've got snot dribbling. So excuse me for a moment. Okay. I'm editing this episode, listeners, so I'm leaving <laughs> I'm leaving that in too. <laughs> I would have muted myself otherwise okay. if I wasn't okay with snot being expelled from my nose. Um look, Mel, I'll jump in here. Yeah, now look I please. You know, when when I left it, you know, I got emotional too and I, I muted my microphone there while you were speaking too because um yep, our friendship is very important. Um and the bottom line is this sucks that uh, we, we can't do this podcast uh, together anymore. But um, like I've always said, I'm really proud of what we created for three and a half years and, and what has continued on for the past couple of years and will continue on uh, for many more. And, and don't forget, people, that we, we all love Parkrun and we all love um, just listening in on a conversation about nonsense, about what happens in the world in people's lives and continue to do that. As this goes on to episode 216 and beyond. I'm sure they're going to do an amazing job. Yeah. And I can't wait to tune in, definitely, myself. So please support Mel and Ollie and, and don't leave them in the dark. You know, if they ever put a call out for, hey, let's let's hear from the listeners. Maybe drop them a Facebook message or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them know that they're not talking to, to the blackness of the air. Um. I'm sure they would really appreciate that. So. And the thing is, coming out of 2020, where we haven't had park run, I mean, you've got a back, Mel. I still don't have a back. But the, what I do see is that people have identified that it comes back, it comes back, and it's everything that it was before we left. Um, and people have cherished it perhaps more than they thought they did. Now, naturally, you know, that might wear off over time, but always kind of remember that um, 2020 was when we didn't have it and uh, how much we missed it. And it's still a fun thing to talk about and to have this shared hobby that we all have and can relate to, um, which is what you and I did uh, many years ago. And it's extended way beyond um, Park Run for you and I. And hopefully all our listeners have experienced a little bit of something like that in their lives and they can relate. And it's it goes, well, no, it doesn't go without saying. It has to be said. Thank you incredibly much to all the listeners as well because without you guys there wouldn't really be a point. Yeah, it's always great to have a chat with a mate about Parkrun every week. But without building that community and knowing that you're all out there and you're listening to us and you're in join those conversations and you're having similar experiences yourself when you're on adventures at Parkrun. It means a lot and it's always, always wonderful to bump into some of you when we do go to any Parkrun anywhere. A lot of you now are recognisable by the ugly Christmas singlets during the festive season, which is awesome. Uh, but it's, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening all this time. Thank you for getting to know us and and we've had the joy and the pleasure of getting to know so many of you as well via your messages and Instagram and comments on Facebook and um, just sharing this journey with us. It's it's been a privilege and um, we've loved we've loved talking to you. Mm. And don't don't forget to treat Parkrun as an adventure too. There's always possibilities every Saturday morning. Are you going to meet somebody new? You're going to experience something different. You're going to visit somewhere that you haven't been before. And we need more of that in our lives. So We do. Continue, continue that legacy as well. And another one we need to thank, Scotty, is our mate Yo, who way back when used to let us use all these little snippets from his music, which we loved, we still love. And, in fact, one of his songs in particular has always been my favourite. And every time you used to pop it into a podcast, that episode – immediately became my new favourite because it just took me to another fond memory. And uh, that one was called Always Open and Yo has very kindly allowed us to use that as our final song this episode. It's not going to be the normal outro music. It's going to be a full song. 
which we've played before and we hope you remember and enjoy. Okay, Scotty, I think that's it. Okay, well, dad jokes. There's no singing this year. Thank God for that. Um, (laughs) We could never talk what what we've done in the past, so we're not even going to try with the singing. Uh, But I do have one more bonbon. You have another bonbon. Let's try to end it on an up, on an up, on a happy note and get some of that Christmas frivolity happening again. Shall I do mine first or you? Well, just before, have you heard of Murphy's Law? Man, you've heard of Murphy's Law, but have you heard of Cole's Law? <laughs> is that the joke? Have I heard of Cole's Law? <laughs> well, it kind of is, yeah. It's just thinly sliced cabbage. <laughs> okay. I think if you want to deliver that more effectively in the future, you need to just have a bit more of a pause between, uh, pause between Cole's and Law. Have you heard of Cole's yeah, Law? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, this is all part of the friendship Coles. here. I'll put a I'll put a line there between yeah, Coles and please. Law. Yeah. So have you, you've heard of Murphy's Law. Have you heard of Coles Law? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but um, have you got a bonbon joke, or should I open my bonbon joke while you play? Right. You go for yours. Yep. You go I'll for try yours. to make it snap properly this time. Hold on to the right pieces. Oh, that one definitely went. Oh, geez, I was a bit unoriginal. I had a, I had a Rubik's cube in that one too, a mini Rubik's cube. See, they're no good. Like your, your fingers have got to be really small to try and manipulate it. <laughs> yeah, mini the other Rubik's thing cube. is that the colours are a little bit insipid. They're not as bright as, um, uh, you know, an ugly Christmas singlet, for example. Just a bit pastel for my liking. There will, I promise, there will never be a pastel ugly Christmas singlet. I'm all about in your face. <laughs> Remember that year I tried to introduce pastels into the, cal- the yeah. color palette? Oh <laughs> that got knocked back pretty quickly. That That is a no from me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm a fan of pastels. Um, pastels, blackcurrant pastels as well at the moment. Um, Daryl Lee re- released them. Have you tried them yet? Everything. You know those Daryl Lee chocolate I do balls? know them, but everything you say now, Scotty, I'm waiting for a punchline. <laughs> is this an actual conversation about lollies or is it a joke? I don't know. <laughs> carry on, carry on. So, so there's not, it's, there's not a punchline. I mean, I was going to read my joke. No, no, it's just a, well, just my, my, my treat of choice at the moment is these pastilles, these black currant pastilles as the okay. Daryl Lee balls. So, they're delicious, but they're really chewy and they get stuck in my teeth, but they're still delicious. <laughs> Note to everyone, if you're planning on sending Scotty some fan lollies, uh, that's what he wants, Daryl Lee Pastille. Oh, no, no, no. If you want to send me fan lollies, I want minstrels. Our UK listeners, send me some of those minstrels, the ones like Big Smarties. We call them Big Smarties. Okay. <laughs> I think, well, that's what they are. They're Big Smarties. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just putting in orders for my just treats. Send, just send Scotty all the lollies, please. <laughs> what a way to end five years of podcasting. Can I please read my bon bon joke? Okay. Yeah. Where, where do snowmen go to dance? Um, I hear the clogs turn. The clogs. <laughs> I hear the clogs yeah. turn. <laughs> that would sound a bit like this. The, the disc disc snow? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> I like where you're going with this, but no. You're close. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. To a snowball. Snowball. <laughs> to the disc snow. <laughs> That's better than a snowball, to be honest. <laughs> you should – have we had this conversation? I think that this needs to be your job and you should write Bon Bon Jokes. If I ever lose my job, I've got a lot of unemployment jokes, <laughs> uh, but none of them work. So <laughs> I don't know where to go. But you know where I'm going to go? This is this is one of the ones that um, seeped into real life um, for you and I. And you know you know the punchline, Mel, but I think you've forgotten it. I think I have um, forgotten it. And this is not really part of my um, uh, regular repartee, but um, I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah, so um, why don't the Jedi take off their shirts to greet each other? Because <laughs> they're not in Queensland. 
<laughs> no, because only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't get the Star Wars part of it, but I just like the absolutes part. I love that yes. abs are saluting. It's, you know, it's different too because the delivery this time is audio versus last time. <laughs> I think you just messaged that to me as well. <laughs> oh, still a classic though, still yeah. a classic, especially given um, Mandalorian just finished too. The, the most recent season, and it was very exciting. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yes. If you're a Star Wars nerd. <sighs> Which I proudly am. And, hey, look, Star Wars might feature on a future Ugly Christmas singlets if you're not careful, buddy. So watch what you say. Okay. I'm still going to exercise my 0.5% right of the um, <laughs> design process of the Ugly singlet. You're, you're right to have, a, to, to have a say, let's say, yeah. and then yeah. for, have me ignore your say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I always appreciate your input, Scotty. Yeah. Yeah, um, we always aimed to do an hour-long episode, Mel, with or without a guest. Without a guest, it was a struggle at times. But um, this week we've nailed it. So it's a complete 60 minutes of nonsense. And, and some bonbon jokes. Yeah. Are, are you happy with that, that as a swan song for your career as the Parkrun Adventurers co-host? Yeah, look, Scotty, we've, al- we've always won it. You and I, we've we've never we've never really planned or prepped or scripted anything. Um, this is us. This is yeah. This is yeah. raw, natural us, and um, I think people are okay with that. Yeah, Mel shared the run sheet with me uh, two minutes before we were recording, and it was uh, four lines: Lovely. intro, blank, blank, <laughs> outro. <laughs> well, I told you I didn't really know what to say, so. Um, thank you for guiding me through this. But actually, I do know, and I've I figured it out oh, months and months and months ago. Because obviously, as you said earlier, this has been on my mind. I knew it's been coming for a long time. Uh, there's a book that I read to Wes, which has got a nice little line in it, and that's going to be my last two words for the podcast. So when you're ready to finish up your goodbye, Scotty, thank you. Wait, I should say thank you for joining me on this last episode. I've appreciated you bookending the podcast with me this way. Because Absolute honour. Had to be done. It did. It really means a lot. So thank you. What about if you're invited back as a guest of Mel and Ollie's? Um, I will have to ask if that's okay. Okay. But, but then that, this wouldn't be your last word was my point. This is my last word as a co-host. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, well I'll shut up. Word, I should say. I'll no, shut well, up. If, if you're done, if you're done and you want to say goodbye to everyone, because yep. I have to, my words have to be the last ones. Yeah. Okay. See everyone. It's great to be back. You may never hear from me again. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Really, really. Yeah. Good, good I love job. you all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. And if you need to remember anything about what I've said at all, it's these two words: go adventurously.